what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the cut, Christian, the Christian, Randy, Sean. I see, I combine, see, I combined you guys together. I don't know if I ever want to think about that. Like, I don't think I want your guys' attitudes in one. I'm gonna keep hey. here. That's just weird. It's pretty fair. But hey, Randy, give me the beard. I'll keep the bald head. Just give me the beard. Nah, I'm, I mean, in fairness, I could shave it off and grow back in a week. Dude. Christian with no hair and a beard, and Randy with hair and no beard. I don't think I can. I, I don't think I can even picture. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't uh, set those pictures out willingly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. How we doing? Doing all right. Cool. I just drove back in a complete rainstorm. Almost got hit by a down power line. You know, fun. Seriously? Oh my god! Yeah. Firefighters stopped me from driving into it. They pulled up on the scene right at the, like right as I was getting there. That's nuts. Was yeah, it like hanging and then it just fell like right when they got there? So like the pole was like hanging diagonally and like there was a wire that completely severed that was off in the grass and there was like a faint wire like hanging across connected still down like and I have a tall truck so it would have hit it for sure. But well, I'm glad. Yeah, it was glad completely down. Tomorrow. Oh yeah, thankfully. Thankfully I didn't hit that. But <laughs> so yeah, fun night so far. Yep. I don't have much to follow that. Um, <laughs> did not drive back in a rainstorm. It actually didn't rain down here in Columbus. I mean, it sprinkled, but got my walk in with the with the dog, and it we're, was still sunny. We're powering through our IDP uh, dynasty draft here. It's been fun. It's just been like a, a total mind fuck because we never know what to do when it comes to offensive versus defensive. I mean, Christian, let's just say it now. Let's put it out in the open. Christian hates his offense. He's he's okay with his defense, but he hates his offensive team. Absolutely shocked. Yeah, right. Well, hey, but typically that means I'm I'm doing well because normally the teams I really really hate are the ones that do well. So true. Well, it's they, you really really hate them until you do like eight trades and then you make it a little bit less you hate. That's why yeah. it happens. That's yeah. true. That's yeah. accurate. You combine that with still in the. Scotty Fishbowl draft that's going slower than this league. Oh my god, dude, this has been a long worst. couple days. What pick are they even on now? I think we're we just picked in the eighth they've round. Done, right? They've so done two, they did two picks in the span of three hours when I refreshed it. Jesus One dude took Christ an hour and forty nine minutes. I mean that's that's oh, a we did, good. Just, we did we did take four hours for our Devin Tickle State pick. Yeah, but you weren't by your yeah. phone. We also took four hours to Ryan pick, so it could partly be our fault. And we made that pick while I was working too. I don't know what you want from me, man. <laughs> no, I mean we talk about it. Hey, we we made the AJ Brown pick in 24 minutes, and that was exactly. while I was at the grocery store. So we did well. Exactly. All right. Um. So we don't have a triple hour for you guys today. I know everybody's just. Yeah, I'm a pirate. Um, <laughs> we don't have one for you guys today. We'll have one for the sh- for our next show. I want so our next show would be Thursday. Thursday. Yes, I always get confused because obviously we record and release on different days, whatever. But um, so what we're going to do today is we have another mock draft for you guys. Um, we like to split up our rankings episodes, and we're going to get into um, in our next episode. I'll talk about it a little bit more at the end of this one. But we have our our guys that we're staking our claims in this year. I know we called them our. Uh, Diana Hills. We totally changed that name. That name is gone. We never have to hear that name again. But we'll, so we'll get into that later. But uh, today we're going to do a mock draft just to kind of split it up a little bit more. And um, one of us has a specific strategy that they're going to be doing. 
The second one said that he might do a strategy still, but we'll get into that. But first, I want to get into a little game that I like to call ABC ADP. Uh, this is kind of just something I came up with the last minute. So um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to list three guys that are going right around the same based on Fantasy Pro's ADP spots as of July 9th. And I'm curious to see who you guys would rather have. Uh, I have a wide receiver, running back, qu- quarterback, and tight end question before we get into the mock. So uh, we'll get started with um, first one. Calvin Ridley going as wide receiver 17. Keenan Allen going at wide receiver 19. Or Robert Woods going at wide receiver 20. So can I clear? These are all redraft, right? Yeah. Yep. So my pick would be Calvin Ridley uh, just because, well, I think. Well, I think Robert Woods and Keenan Allen are kind of guaranteed for that like top end wide receiver two, and I think Ridley's going to finish there as well. He has the upside to finish, maybe even top five, depending on how big a breakout he has this year. So that's definitely where I would have to go. For me, it's between two, not between Ridley. It's between Allen and Bobby Trees, but Keenan Allen. The one thing that scares me is the quarterback. Like, it's either a low-volume guy, a Tyrod Taylor, or a rookie. And Mike Williams is still there. I know Mike Williams isn't the point, obviously, that, like, Robert Woods has to deal with Cooper Cup. Calvin Ridley, obviously, has to deal with Julio Jones. But just because there's so much uncertainty there, I'm going to – I mean, I have to say true to it. I've been saying it, like, our entire offseason here, and I'm probably going to end up saying it next episode. Um, It's Bobby Trees. I, I, I got to go Robert Woods of these three guys. It's fair. Yeah, I think the the safe play would be Woods here. Um, and that tends to be my strategy. And I haven't won a league in a few years. Yeah, because you don't um, take chances because you're a vagina. Exactly. Well, exactly. <laughs> Honestly, though, like I, I go for safe <laughs> players that are going to get me to the playoffs because all I worry about is getting my fucking money back. Um, but <laughs> Because I, I do know that Ridley has probably the most upside out of these guys. Like, Robert Woods could finish as a wide receiver one, but it'll be 10 through 12. And like Randy said, I think Ridley has top five potential, and I really do believe in him this year. Um, I mean, he was my dark horse to be the wide receiver one. So I would go Ridley. Um, I say that and would probably fucking take Keenan Allen, the guy I didn't <laughs> even talk about, if I was presented with it. That's so. fine, man. It's okay. Yeah. We're always happy to see you in that third, fourth place game. It's great. That is true. And and let me put it this way: I don't think you can go wrong with any of these three guys. Oh, I mean, I'm a little bit lower on Ridley than you two are. I just don't like wide receiver twos this high. But at the same time, I can I can totally see a scenario where this third, like he, I mean, he's a third year receiver now. He's just I could see a scenario where he goes nuts, and I can also see a scenario where Julio's out for six weeks. But because yeah, the Falcons are still going to be terrible. Um, so let's move on. Uh, Austin Eckler, RB12. Aaron Jones, RB13. Or Todd Gurley, RB15. Christian, why don't you uh, this one? Yeah, yeah, I'll start. Um, for me, it's Jones because I know the the touchdown regression is coming for Jones, and it doesn't even matter. Um, <laughs> I think his floor is still somewhere around like RB14. And while I think Eckler could surpass that, I think Gurley could surpass that. 
I don't think that the regression is going to be so drastic that Aaron Jones won't be a top like eight fantasy back. Um, that's another one where there's a lot of risk with Gurley and there's a lot of risk with Eckler that no one's really talking about. And the fact that he really benefited from rivers. So with rivers gone, I'll take the guy who they just fed the fucking rock in green Bay. All right, Randy, you go next. I, that's rough. I'm going to go Aaron Jones as well, but it's very, very close with Eckler to me. Uh, just I'm just taking it because Jones has the higher rushing touchdown floor, and he still gets really good passing work. Whereas we're not 100 percent sure what Eckler's going to get done in the run game this year. Sure. See, for me, it's dude who's never had more than like 60 carries in an entire season versus arthritic knee versus guy who's not going to score as many touchdowns as he had last year. That's hard <laughs> to find all three. It's not yeah. entirely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I and I think I've said this already. I, I, I I'm almost positive I have is I don't see myself coming into the twenty twenty fantasy season with a lot of Austin Eckler shares. You guys know how I am when it comes to shorter running backs who have never had a full workload before. I just don't like it. I don't like to put my stock in that, especially with Eckler. I mean, he's going in as a back-end RB1. Like, that just scares me. If I were RB1. Uh, sure. did last year. That's the point. Yeah. I, I, and I mean, I, I trust me, I get it. But um, I'm but so for me, it's between Jones and Gurley. And I probably lean Jones, too, just because even though I have a couple shares of Todd Gurley in Dynasty and – He's younger than Kenyon Drake, which Christian and I brought up the other day. That's unbelievable. Um, it's just, man, that knee. Like the Falcons didn't even know if he was going to pass his physical when they signed. Like That's they signed true. him, hoping that he was going to pass his physical. And like Christian said, like Jones is not going to score nearly as much as he did last year. But we've seen the Green Bay offense transition kind of more to a run first. Not, not necessarily run first, but intermixing more run than they have the pass, especially last year under LaFleur. So I think Jones is still going to finish as a top 10 guy. So mine is Aaron Jones and cram it up your cram hole, LaFleur. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I just, well, it's, yeah, clean, I it's a clean sweep there. So Yeah. that's yeah, yeah. That's, How often does that happen? It's Never. definitely not happening. With, it's definitely not happening with this next one. All right. No. So. Um, quarterbacks Carson Wentz quarterback 12 Matthew Stafford of course we had to add him quarterback 13 and Baker Mayfield at quarterback 14 why don't you start yeah I'll start (sighs) crap doesn't know (laughs) as for as high as I am on Baker I'm also very high on Wentz and I just think the Eagles are going to need to throw a lot and like they're going to use Miles Sanders, but Browns, this whole Stefanski offense is built around using two tight ends, using your running backs in space. I'm going to lean Baker a tad, and maybe it's a little bit of the bias in me, but I'm going to lean Baker slightly. Mine would go Baker, Wentz, Stafford, with Wentz and Baker being very close. I've had dynasty drafts where I've had to decide between these two guys and it is not fun. Um, 
But still, like like we talked about, this is redraft. I think I'm going to probably end up with the same thing because you could probably get both of these guys probably seventh, eighth round, and I'm okay with either of them. But I'm going to lean Baker slightly. The thing here is that, of course, I love Matt Stafford. If you don't take um, Matthew Stafford, I'm going to call you a hypocrite. Just like <laughs> well, you want, buddy. I'm so kidding. with the I so I go back to the Calvin Ridley discussion. I said that Baker is one of my dark horses to finish as a top five guy. Um, I think I made him my quarterback for the dark horse to finish as the number one quarterback. As did I. Yes. While I do believe that could be true, um, I also know that the Browns are going to be run first because Nick Chubb's a god. And I haven't talked about Carson Wentz yet, and that's a guy who I think got the shit end of the stick last year and still finished as a quarterback one. I mean, he was throwing to J.J. Ortega-Whiteside apparently on zero feet. Um, he literally had no feet out there. Yes, don't get me started. And so in this case, like I want to go with the Baker upside, but I also would be a little safer and I would go Wentz. This is, this is you being a vagina again. It is. So <laughs> if if I was sticking to my guns, it would be Stafford. If I was betting on upside, it'd be Baker. Well, that's but, why. And that's why I that's why I use these three is because I know you and I have had conversations between Wentz. Like I, I full on believe in Carson Wentz. And we've also talked about how good we think Baker's going to be this year. And I know how you and Randy just consistently talk about Matthew Stafford. So I thought these were three really good guys, and they're all going around each other. Yeah, it's tough. I'd probably take Wentz because he actually led me to not finishing last in my first auction draft last year. So I'll give him the nod. So would you Stay go? Would you go Wentz, Mayfield, Stafford? <laughs> yeah, man, and that sounds dirty <laughs> after all the talk I've had about Stafford. Randy, wow. Randy, <laughs> we should we could have a whole episode devoted to that. We right? could, we could. And I'm not going to help it because I'm going to pick Stafford. <laughs> what is what okay? So what is your what is your three? So it'd be Stafford, Baker, Wentz. Okay, for me. Uh, so the reason I'm picking Stafford out of these three, Wentz, he still doesn't really have a lot of targets. Uh, we still don't. His top two veteran receivers, we don't know if they're fully going to play to start the year yeah. or what's going to happen. Uh, and you have a rookie receiver who's not a great route runner who still needs to learn an entire playbook and get used to this game at an NFL level. We have, two, tight have two great tenants. And we have a great running back, so they could run the ball a little mm-hmm. bit more this year, too, because they believe in Sanders. So I think he has a really good year. We have these guys finishing like 11, 13, and 14 or something like that. So, like, in our rankings. So, obviously, we all think they're about the same. And then we got Baker, who's a whole new scheme, a scheme that's going to be run heavy. He's going to kind of need more touchdowns and hopefully he gets over that 4,000-yard threshold. Whereas Stafford, the running game still needs to work itself out. The line needs to work itself out. And they're going to win games by him throwing the ball. And he, as long as he actually plays 16, he's probably going to finish higher than all these guys. In Dynasty, it's definitely Baker for me. But for me, I'm going to pick Stafford as the upside guy. Oh, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely Baker for me, coming from the guy who took Baker in the, in the IDP draft. Ooh, yeah, and Stafford. Uh, yes, Stafford. I, I, you know what's funny is in all my startups, I have the same amount of shares now of Baker and Wentz. It's always, it seems for me, it's always between those two guys. 
I don't blame you either. And and I and I and with having them, I feel great about both of them. Yeah, and Stafford. Uh, <clears throat> see, I don't have any shares of Stafford. I, I, do. I, I do, but the only problem is for me is that I know he's not old, old, but he's on the older side. And yeah. like you look at other guys that are going around there, like guys like like Jared Goff, like Drew Locke, like Christian. You took you took Man. Gardner Minshew around after Randy took uh, Stafford. Um, Garoppolo went around there too. Like I, I, for me, I tend to target those younger guys in in these dynasty startups. But Randy Man, I, seems like he's about to shit down my throat. No, no, no. I agree. It's just like those guys aren't finishing top twelve this year. Yeah, and that's, right. That's what and I'm you're, I, I took you're the going more. So I you're take going more win now, right? Which, that's which is what pick. you should do. But and that's what I and like in our draft, I took Tannehill with my first one. I I took Cam Newton as my QB two, which is a hundred percent win now because who knows who's what team he's going to. Very true, and same with Tannehill because we don't know when. And then I what was nice. And then what was nice about that draft is the third guy I got was Sam Darnold, who is the younger guy that I can use for the future. Then and that's and even if I would have drafted Brady too to complete that QB room, like I could draft a quarterback in the next year or two. Like I yeah right. And and, and you're in a and you're in a good spot for when our rookie draft comes around that it's possible that one of the two of Tua and and Burrow gets back to you. But obviously we we won't go too much further into that. All right, last one before we get into our mock draft. Let me pull up the doc here. Austin (laughs) Hooper. We're Browns heavy and we're Lions heavy on this one. Uh, Austin Hooper, tight end eleven. Jared Cook, tight end twelve. Or Christian's now new favorite (laughs) tight end, T.J. Hawkinson, tight end (laughs) fourteen. Oh. The only, for our listeners, the only reason I say that is because Christian, we like to make fun of Christian because he sees one workout video and he's completely hyped up for each guy. Christian saw TJ Hawkinson running through cones and catching a like a like an out route pass, and now he's very excited for Hawkinson to be on his dynasty startup team. But anyway, um who so Randy, we'll start with you. Hooper, Cook, or Hawkinson. That's close. I'm gonna go. I'm going to go Hooper, uh, and it'd be Hooper, Hawkinson, Cook for me. It's just, I, he's got a great situation. He played great the last few years, hopefully with no other real tight end on the Browns to really, truly compete for any top targets. He should get enough, and he'd probably be the tight end, or the touchdown leader on the Browns, for receiving-wise at least. So I, I think he still finishes at least near the top 12. Yep. Um, So I think it has to be Hooper for me, too. And then Hawkinson Cook. Um, I think we all believe that Emmanuel Sanders is going to take away a lot of Cook's work from last year. Uh, With with Hawkinson, I see the upside. And in Dynasty, like, I'd probably still take Hooper, but just because it's more of a sure thing. But Hawkinson over Hooper wouldn't shock me in Dynasty, but in redraft, I don't think that you're banking on TJ Hawkinson's one week of greatness uh and and just taking that and running with it. So he, he says he would take Hawkinson over Hooper, possibly in Dynasty when he got sniped of Hooper and he had to take Hawkinson. Listen, you're That's right. I would I would have taken Hooper for sure. I, I didn't know we were coming with receipts this episode. I like it. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, and that was pretty. Brady, where do pretty... I not come with receipts? <laughs> oh man, that's true. But Christian, well, that's funny because you and I had just talked about how you would have taken Evan Ingram in the last round, and I was entirely pumped that he fell to me when I got to pick him. Yep. Yeah. But with this, I mean, Hooper is going to be a top 12 tight end for sure. I can't say the same thing about Cook and Hawkinson. See, I'm going to lean Cook just because for some reason, anytime I defy Jared Cook, it comes back to bite me in the ass. And like, I didn't have any shares of him in 2019. He finishes his tight end seven. No shares of him in 2018. He finishes a tight end five. No shares of him in 2017. He finishes a tight end 12. He finishes a, as a tight end one, three straight seasons. So he has more of the track record than Hawkinson does. Hooper, it's just, I, I get, I completely get where you guys are coming from. But for me, it's just like with the Browns, there's just so many mouths to feed right now. And I kind of look at this the same way as I do with receivers on a new team in their first year. Kind of why I'm a little bit lower on Hopkins is Hooper and a new offense with a new team. Needs to build a, build a rapport with Baker. He clearly had the rapport with Matt Ryan. That's why he was so good last year. I don't know if that transitions again. Plus, if David Njoku's still there, like Baker and Njoku have already worked together for a couple of years. So that could bring stuff, that could bring something of it of, in itself too. But I mean, I don't know if Njoku's still there. Plus, a healthy Beckham, a healthy Landry, Kareem Hunt, an entire year of Kareem Hunt catching passes too. So for me, it's it's more of, I don't want to get burned by not taking Jared Cook again. I get Emmanuel Sanders is there, but Emmanuel Sanders is going to be a lot of deep stuff where Michael Thomas and Jared Cook probably aren't. At least that's, that's what I think of that offense. And Cook to me is still going to be a touchdown monster. Maybe not to the, maybe not to tight end five, but I think he can still finish as a top 10 guy and be a red zone target where there's just a lot of uncertainty between Hawkinson and Hooper going into this year. It's fair. There's a lot of uncertainty about all three of these guys. Oh, absolutely. And I thought that was, I thought it was interesting for those three as well, because like the top six, you can, I mean, you're going to take whichever one is still there when you want to take a tight end, even, even Ingram. Sean, quick question before we get into our mock draft. Um, how highly do you value taking one of the top five tight ends? Like in your championships, have you had a top five tight end? So I ask because I don't win ever. <laughs> Usually not really. I mean, I got lucky with Kittle last year in our championship game because Brandon traded me, but I traded away Lamar Jackson. So I, I had, I had Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson in that league last year and I still won. Even when trading away Jackson, that's nuts. Sorry, but um, fuck you. <laughs> I think the only way I see myself getting, especially like Ingram and Ertz, especially going in because like I'm just looking that they're four and five in the ECR rankings. If I can get those guys in like the fourth or fifth round, I'm fine with it. Especially Ertz because like in Dynasty, obviously I, I've tried to stay away as much as I can, but I still think he has one or two years where he's going to be Carson's or Wentz's like security blanket. The only time I see myself getting a Kittle or a Kelsey or an Andrews is if I have already, it's like what we talked about with those stacks. I already have a guy like McCaffrey. I'm going to be picking again where I can still get one of those top end wide receivers. Cause you guys know how big I am on getting a top end wide receiver. 
if I know that at the turn or close to it, I can get a wide receiver, then I would maybe target one of those two. Other than that, I'm streaming tight ends. If if I have like a back end of the first round pick, I, those tight ends are going to be gone by the time it gets to me in the third, and I'm not reaching for another one. So I'm streaming tight ends. I'm trying to find that guy like a Gasicki, like like a Darren Waller before Waller blew up last year. And I'm just I'm trusting my skill positions at the other ones. And that's usually how I went, to be honest. Okay. Randy, would you say the same ish? Yeah, I I'm definitely not a full advocate for taking the tight end early, but if I feel comfortable with like Kittle, I will. But I think Andrews is going too high. I'd much rather if I could get like Waller in the seventh or eighth, I just don't think he's gonna be there. I'd rather right. wait. I'd rather wait and get a guy like Noah Fant or Goddard or Hawkinson or Hooper. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's especially true this year. Um, it's more. I, it's, I, there's more depth this year. Yeah. Do you think we say that every year? But do you do you no, go too early? Do you do you reach for one of those tight ends just because you don't want to find yourself with that one? No. Because I, I, I would oh, be I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Randy. That question was for Christian. Oh, okay, sorry. So I think I see. I don't think Andrew's current ADP is a reach because I do think that he maintains. Um, but other than the top three, I don't think I reach. And especially with guys like I'll let someone else take Evan Ingram. Um, I'll let someone else take Hunter Henry. And will you let someone so, else take Tyler Higby? Fuck yes. yeah, hell yeah! Um, we have zero shares of Tyler. Higby. We should just rename our our podcast to "Don't Draft Tyler Higby." <laughs> we should just have a full segment where we talk about why. <laughs> um, we already did that. Yeah, yeah we, we can combine all of our episodes because there's always something about Tyler Higby in most of them. It's true, and if we're wrong, we're gonna get know. we're done. Yeah, if we're wrong. I don't care. We're, we're I don't if we're okay. wrong, because Jared Everett's not fucking playing. For the record, I do like that I'm like the I, I like that I'm the one that Christian asks, like the one that wins leagues and he's trying to get advice from that that makes you feel good that I'm like I'm like the top end guy when it comes to the yeah. three of us here. I find that quite you beat my, I, I beat him all the time. It's quite real. Yeah, you guys do both beat me, but Sean most recently beat me <laughs> in the championship game, so that's why I <laughs> and I'm you on a, and that third place game though. Right now, right now I'm on a pretty good roll. I mean, I don't see that happening again, but I'm on a pretty good roll in my re- redraft leagues two years in a row here. We'll All see. right, let's take a break, and then we will get into our mock draft. Welcome back to the cut. We are on to another mock draft here. So we did something. I usually do um, a software program before the show to see where our picks land for our mocks. We have, I have the second pick, Randy is the third pick, Christian has the fourth pick. This is going to be fun. It's just Weird. a straight up snipe fest. We're going to be like Chris Kyle. It's going to be awesome. And Good Randy, way. what are you doing for this episode? Uh, I'm going to focus on zero wide receiver. Christian did zero running back the last time we did this. I'm going to try out a different strategy and then Sean will do a different one next time. Something that I will never, ever advise because you guys know how I am when it comes to wide receivers. Uh, never but- receiver strategy well and here's the thing you guys know how i am at running back right load yeah, up randy on- and i both randy and i do have two completely differentiating strategies like in our regular drafts so this is going to get interesting and both All can right. work both can work really well it's just oh, absolutely 
how you fill out the rest of the team. Yeah, see, it's funny, Randy. You and I have these strategies, and like Christian said, we tend to win. Christian doesn't do this, and he loses. I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> that's because we'll take risks. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'm at the second slot. So normal. So this is going to be just like our last one. Uh, one quarterback, two running back, three wide receiver, two flex, and a super flex, seven bench spots. Uh, so let's go ahead and get this thing started. And here we go. So Saquon Barkley goes number one, Jesus which Christ. makes this very, very – I was thinking about going quarterback here, but I can't pass up Christian McCaffrey, so get on my team, Christian. Well, because you didn't pass up Christian McCaffrey, I'm going to go – I'm going to go Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I rarely get to do this, but because it is zero – wide receiver and you took the top two running backs i'll take the top so if this wasn't if this wasn't zero wide receiver would you have taken thomas here no well it would have been it would have been in question him and camara and elliot with the two quarterbacks but i'm just gonna take the quarterback so i already have that as a dominating spot on this team to help out the zero wide receiver strategy okay all right so christian you're on the clock at the 104 yeah i'm taking alvin camara fair enough yeah, I think he's pretty clearly RB three this year, but four quarterbacks in the first round. Yeah, big so looks good. Wat- I'm I'm happy about it. <laughs> yeah. So Watson, Watson, Lamar, Michael Thomas, Cook, Hopkins, Elliott, Wilson, Devontae Adams. Then at the turn, Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, Kyler Murray, Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs, Joe Mixon, Tyreek Hill, and Dak Prescott. Back to Christian. Eek. Um. Oh. All right. So. Because I went zero running back last time, I feel like I'm going to overcompensate here. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. All right. I'm going to go Aaron Jones. That's what I'm going to do. Oof. <laughs> that's not good. Um, that kind of screws me. No, you can get Eckler. Kenyon Drake. <laughs> uh, so. 210. I'm going to go Miles Sanders. Uh, to get my first running back, kind of lock that up. Uh, let's see what I, I have a feeling. I know what Sean's going to do here, so we'll see. Hmm. This is, okay, so you're past the tier of running back that I would target here. Guy so in front of me. So at, at the 101, shut up. It's my strategy. <laughs> so at the 101, obviously he went running back, so I, he can go anyway here, but I'm going to go. Chris Godwin, and then I'm going to see what happens next. Oof, oof. Motherfucker. So, Austin Eckler, Travis Kelsey go at the turn, which is back to me. Please take a running back. I'm going to stay true to it. Give me George Kittle. Okay. Damn it. I was a snipe, that's for sure. Um, Damn, that sucks. And I would have done that knowing Randy. Like, even if Randy was going to take a receiver, I probably would have taken Kittle there anyway because I'm assuming this is tight end premium because it seems like we've started to, even if it's not, I guess. But, like, now I have a stud at all three of my positions to start other than quarterback, and I feel great. This actually Mm -hmm. sucks for me. Um, This is really bad because all the people I want here is wide receiver. I can't do it. Um. I'm going to secure the next running back. I'm going to go Kenny Drake. That's the guy I believe in next out of all those. 
Uh, it was between that and a quarterback for me. Uh, to really dominate the position, if you if you will. <laughs> so that was a- I, I really want a kettle there. I was going to be a perfectly balanced team, but no. Yeah, you mean like my team's perfectly balanced? <laughs> All right, Thanos, chill out. <laughs> you um, <laughs> So I should probably take a receiver <laughs> or a quarterback. So um, there are take your boy here, just end it. Or um, I am gonna take Kenny Galladay. Yeah, oh, look it. at that stall for what we all knew was gonna happen. I love it. <laughs> Well, so the running backs that were on the board were Leonard Fournette, Melvin Gordon. That's about it for what I would want. And I'm glad I took Kenny Galladay because all of my, like, fallback options and, like, Calvin Ridley and Adam Thielen, they came off the board. So we see Fournette, Cooper, Rodgers, Mike Evans, Melvin Gordon, Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, Josh Allen, right about the third round. Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham, Adam Thielen, Le'Veon Bell, Calvin Ridley, Chris Carson, Carson Wentz, and Cortland Sutton. Back to Christian. Yeah. Well, and I'm going to pipe up here because I can't pick this guy, even if Christian doesn't. Allen Robinson's the pick here. I'm just saying, like, even if he gets Shut to me, up, I can <laughs> Well, the thing is, is there are still some guys that I wouldn't mind having as my wide receiver, too. I mean, there's Allen Robinson, Robert Woods. DJ Moore, DJ Chark, AJ Brown. So while I agree that that should be the pick, um, I think what I want to do is really fuck you um, <laughs> and do what I would do in a regular draft, and that's load up at running back. And so I'm going to take Todd Gurley. That's fine. Who I have on all of my fucking rosters now. Seems Honestly, like. dude, that's what I wanted. I'm going Baker Mayfield. Okay. <laughs> so because Randy, because Verandy went Baker, I'm not going quarterback for either of these two picks. Baker was the last guy in my head that I would have taken in the fourth or fifth. But um, just looking at what I can get here, I'm I'm going to take Allen Robinson and hope and expect one of those. Which and this is exactly what I expected. So the guy in front of me had Barkley, Eckler, Kelsey. So I figured that I didn't need to take a running back at that point, but now I do. So I'm between David Johnson, Devin Singletary, and David Montgomery. And I, looking at the bye weeks here to just uh, glance. So McCaffrey is 13, so I don't have to worry about anything there. I pretty much have this narrowed down to David Johnson and David Montgomery. but. I'm going to take David Montgomery. Even though I took Robinson and Montgomery together, I'm okay with it. Well, because I have to wait a whole other round to even consider wide receiver, I am going to go Clyde Edwards-Alaire for my third running back. That's a good pick. I am very glad you took Baker because now I get my Galladay-Stafford stack. Yeah, I knew you were going there. And Stafford's my QB1. All right, so we now see T.Y. Hilton, Stephon Diggs, Carrion Johnson, Debo Samuel, 
Devin Singletary, A.J. Brown, David Johnson, Daniel Jones, then at the sixth round, D.J. Chark, Zach Ertz, Mark Andrews, Jimmy Garoppolo, Tom Brady, D.K. Metcalf, D.J. Moore, James Conner, back to Christian. Dang, that, that really went for the throat for me, didn't it? <laughs> that, that, that really took away a lot of my options. So now, and Randy, I'm, before Christian makes his pick, looking at your first five rounds, looking at your first five rounds, is this something that if you weren't going strategy and you were just strictly drafting, because you like to go heavy RB, would you find yourself pot- potentially in this slot anyway? I think it'd be close. The only one I would say, like, the between the Kenyon Drake and Baker picks, I think those might have been different. Uh, I might have been one of those what are a wide receiver, uh, just because Kenny Galladay went right after Mari Cooper, Mike Evans. We come back, Allen Robinson after Robin, Robert Woods. Those are guys I definitely want to target this year. So maybe those change, but I do think Clyde in the fifth is perfect. I think Sanders is great in the second where I got him. And I mean, you can't go wrong in the Superflex Mahomes at three. I mean, that's yeah. amazing. So okay. I think for the most part, this is where I would have went. But I think of all of them, I'd say Kenny Drake might have switched. But yeah. it'll be close. All right, Christian. Yeah, the pick's Keenan Allen. So that's my wide receiver, too. I'll take that all day. Yeah, that's a real chode move. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's starting to look like my dynasty team. It is. Like the, the most recent one? No, the oldest. I have Galladay, Allen, Stafford. So, so the, origin, the OG dynasty. Yeah. Okay. This is really rough for me, for old Randy here. So for uh, the record, we are allowing Randy to take a running back or a wide receiver in this round. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to have to shoot for the stars and hope for the best. I'm going Juju Smith Schuster here as my That's wide receiver. Yep. Hope all upside for Juju in this scenario. <laughs> you better hope Ben's healthy. Yeah, exactly. All right. So to me now. Um, so for me, the pick is either right. Just looking at other people's boards. Oh, fuck. I didn't realize that so many people don't have a third running back yet. Um, give me a second. All right. I'm going to tack on to what Randy did. I will take Jonathan Taylor as my RB3. Damn it. That was where I was going, too. And then Mark Ingram, Marlon Mack go at the turn, which is good for me. Um, I think it's a fair time to take my first quarterback. And the stack it really isn't there because I'm not taking Nick Foles slash Mitchell Trubisky, and I believe Tom Brady's already off the board. So... Sucks to suck. Take a choice. Fuck. I was between Goff and Cousins. Okay. So this is kind of a really big turning point for me because there's teams with three and four running backs now. So uh, they're ahead of me in that regard, but I'm ahead of them in skill gap. I can wait to get my fourth. I think this is really between Darren Waller and like Terry McLaurin and Landry. And I only have one receiver. But I want to kind of get this crazy and test out this full-on, let's punt the receiver position. I go in Darren Waller and locking up what I believe is a top-five tight end. Okay. That 
probably would have been my pick because, I mean, you convinced me to wait until the seventh for Darren Waller. He fell to the seventh, and he fucking yes, took. Yes, almost like I planned it or something. It's pretty crazy. Um, so the pick for me here, um, I'm not loving the running backs that I'm looking at, except Ronald Jones. Um, yeah. yeah, Jonathan Taylor is really like one of the last ones I really would have wanted here. So here I am between Michael Gallup, Jarvis Landry, or Terry McLaurin. And in this case, I think I'm going to go. Okay. So I have a safe, safer receiver in Keenan Allen. Um, I could go for someone who, Terry McLaurin, that's the pick. pick. It took you that long to just take the guy that we all knew you were going to take anyway. Well, I'm really high on Gallup, so mm. that's where it, it was a struggle. A.J. Green in the seventh is gross. All right, so we see Michael Gallup, Jarvis Landry, Hunter Henry, Philip Rivers, Kareem Hunt, Will Fuller, Tyler Boyd, A.J. Green to round out the seventh, and then Darius Geis, Denzel Mims, T. Higgins. So the first two rookie receivers off the board, if I am correct on that. Uh, Kirk Cousins, J.K. Dobbins, Brandon Cooks, Christian Kirk, Marquise Brown. Back to Christian. Yeah, I'm going to go Ronald Jones. All right, Randy. Fair enough. All right, well, because of that, I need my second wide receiver. I'm going Devontae Parker here, who is a monster wide receiver, too, for me. I think a lot of people's teams is going to be a wide receiver three, and that's going to be amazing for you. Uh, But knowing that I got three guys that I believe could be top, at least top 15 backs and I got two wide receivers that are worst case top end wide receiver twos. I'm very, very happy so far. Yep. yep. All right. So taking a look here. Um, so my, so in the one spot, he has two receivers, four running backs, doesn't have a quarterback yet. Um, and there's a couple of these quarterbacks that I'm fine with as a quarterback two here. So, I will take Julian Edelman. Ah, stop. Gardner Minshew and Drew Locke off the board. Oh, he went back to back. <laughs> something something that I've seems to be finding myself doing a lot in these kind of drafts. And uh, again, with these being redraft, give me Julian Edelman's new running mate. I will take Cam Newton. Wow. Um Look at Christian's team. What does he need? So this is really tough because there's really not a receiver I fully, fully value here. Uh, If I had to pick one, I think it would be C.D. Lamb, which is cool, but he's quite possibly a wide receiver on three on his own team for now. Uh, Running back-wise, there's not really a lot of top-tier talent left. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to lock up my third quarterback, actually. And I'm going Joe Burrow to really deplete the, the talent pool for Christian. Yeah, you're a bitch. Yeah, um, well, and now, personally, like, again, one of these zero strategies, you're supposed to dominate other positions. I feel like I have probably the best quarterback core of anyone, no doubt. I think I have a top five tight end. I have I mean, best running backs, possibly, to me. Prescott Watson is, is, is pretty good. Yeah, but I have Mahomes, Baker, and Burrow. I mean, that's 
So I, I guarantee uh, he, his QB three is worse. That's what I'm saying. All right, so I'm looking at this pick now, and there are two teams that still need their second quarterback, and that scares me a little. But then I look at the quarterbacks, and there's really one guy. Bro, just take Gardner. He already went. Gardner went. Oh, you're right. Um, yep. So there's really one guy that I'm targeting that I don't think will go. Tannehill? Uh, no. I know that. I'm fucking with you. Um, so I'm going to – I'm actually going to do something I don't like doing because I think he's a value here, and I'm going to take Evan Ingram. I never thought I'd see the day. What What are, what are – back-to-back, we got tight end rankings, and then we have this one a couple of shows later. And he's yeah. just dogging Evan Ingram both shows, and now he takes them. Gotta love it. The thing is I would – I'll bet on his upside in the ninth round, but if he's going as like the tight end four or five, that's where I'm grossed out. And my quarterback is still here. There's actually a couple guys that I like, and one is Dwayne Haskins. I can wait for a very long time. I think Dwayne Haskins is having a big bounce back here. I know Sean doesn't agree. Uh, he hopes I that don't... he does. It, it, it's not that I don't agree that he could have a better season. It's just I don't agree at how good you think his rookie year went when he was awful. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, he wasn't great until the last three games, and he still yeah, wasn't great. Where he didn't have 200 yards a game. Yeah. All right, so we see Rob Gronkowski, Philip Lindsay, Derek Carr, CeeDee Lamb, TJ Hawkinson, Sony Michelle, Brandon Ayuk, and Mike Williams round out the ninth. Then LaVisca Shane, Damian Williams, Austin Hooper, John Brown, Alexander Madison, Curtis Samuel, Raheem Mostert, interesting pick there, falling down to the 10th when there's the uncertainty surrounding if he's going to play for San Francisco this year, and Daryl Henderson, which means it's back to Christian. All right, so because there's a couple guys that I would like as my second quarterback, I'm going to punt on that for a second too because I know Randy's going to pick James White, and so I'm going to pick James White. Maybe he won't, but... Maybe you wouldn't have, but I still would love James White as my RB5. So I'm getting an ultra-safe guy for my wide receiver three and Marvin Jones Jr. Well, good, because I'll yep. get points when he gets points. Cause that, I have that's third. great. I'm glad you get those pity points when I'm up by 50. That'll be great. <laughs> so I'm going to take the other reliable guy with Jameson Crowder. Fair enough. And then Sterling Shepard and Matt Breida go on the turn, which gives me who I personally think uh let me let me before I say anything, let me make sure he's still available, which he is. Who I personally think is the running back in Miami that I would rather have, I'm gonna take Jordan Howard. I'm gonna follow that up by taking the running back I would have for the Los Angeles Rams and Cam Akers. It's a good pick. Um, okay. So the quarterback I've been talking about, pick after pick after pick, I should probably take him now. Um so I'm gonna take Ben Roethlisberger. Not bad. I like it. Yeah, so the 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 reasoning behind taking Ben Roethlisberger 
is I think that if he's healthy, he's going to outproduce his ADP, which was the freaking 11th round um, being drafted is like what? Probably the 20th quarterback. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Probably later than that. 25th. So I, I'm willing to take a shot and then snag another guy. Okay. So then we see, and yeah, I mean, I took Roethlisberger as my QB two in the last draft and I was happy with it. So, um, D.D. Westbrook, Latavius Murray, Zach Moss, Anthony Miller, Michael Hardman, Brian Edwards. That's high for Edwards, man. Uh, Tariq Cohen, our boy Tyler Higby to round out the 11th. And then in the 12th, Noah Fant, Emmanuel Sanders, Darius Slayton, A.J. Dillon, Sammy Watkins, Paris Campbell, Rashad Penny, and Dave Harris. <laughs> Damn it. I was trying Bless to you. keep that one going. As Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> so Christian's um, back on the clock for this 12th rounder. Yeah, and so... I talked about Dwayne Haskins, assuming that Ryan Tannehill would come off the board. But I can't take Dwayne Haskins over Ryan Tannehill. That's just asinine. So uh, let me just check the buys really quick. Yeah, I'll get my third quarterback here with Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I was kind of hoping you wouldn't. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm not that sorry, though. (laughs) Right. Okay. So... I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do some kind of crazy here. So this is zero wide receiver for a reason. I, I'm going to go, okay, so there's Tevin Coleman's on the board, who, like you said before, we don't know what's fully happening with Mostert. I fully don't think he's getting traded, because he is an older running back that has only really had one and a half good years, I'd say. Uh, I mean, he really needs to be in San Francisco, in my opinion. So while I do think Coleman is a good pick, I think if they get rid of Mostert, they're either getting running back back somewhere in trade or they're going for Devonta Freeman. So Coleman's value pretty much stays the same to me. Obviously, that could be proven wrong there. I'm going to go DeAndre Swift here, though. And lock up another you you are loving those rookie running backs, man. I, I am piling on to this running back. I'm going to have best running back core, best quarterback. <laughs> I'm gonna so take I, am, I am taking... Christian McCaffrey's or the I'm gonna trust the dump downs here. Give me Teddy B as my quarter oh. as my third quarterback. I thought, you were, to, I thought you were about to say handcuff oh, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. Like, let me take what? let me take Reggie let me take Reggie Bonifon in the in the twelfth round. That's <laughs> our faces in this camera. Like <laughs> so I was kinda hoping like, Kevin Coleman would get back to me, but he didn't. Um Sue. So, I'm pretty high on him this year. I mean, I think you guys know that. I've I've been targeting him a lot of places. Um, actually, let me take a look really quick. I think so. I have four. I now have four running backs and four receivers, so I can kind of go either way here. Yeah, give me a guy who I think is going to break out with Cam Newton. Give me Nikhil Harry. Okay. Well, because you did that. It leaves me between really two choices, and it's not great for my makeup of my team, really, because my two best wide receiver choices are Deontay Johnson and Preston Williams, and I have Juju and Devontae Parker. So (laughs) I'm still taking it, but I'm going to go. I'm going to go that same guy had same kind of production, but did not get hurt. I'm going Deontay Johnson. 
Yeah, I mean, I have two New England receivers, even though I think both of them can be started because they're com- they're going to be completely different roles with Edelman yeah. and Terry. But I'll tell you what, Johnson is falling back down the doors, thankfully. But that gives he me should, is very he should be. Yeah, but that gives me receiving core going into the fourteenth round for my next pick. Obviously, uh, with Juju. Devontae Parker, Marvin Jones, and Deontay Johnson. Not incredible, but not the worst I've seen. All right, Christian. Um, Another quarterback. <laughs> no. So, I ask myself, would I rather Golden Tate to give me a very good flex option? Would you uh, want Tate with Ingram, though? No, and that's why I'm asking myself things. Um, things. There's also Preston Williams, which, for whatever reason, as high as I am on Preston Williams, I've stayed away from him. I kind of think he's being drafted a little highly, especially because we saw like part of his breakout, but we still also saw his drop issues. Um, so as much as I love Preston and think that he is a breakout candidate, that's a guy that I'm trying to stay away from, especially with guys like some of these rookies with Henry Ruggs and Jalen Rager on the board. It's a little bit of a reach, but I think I think I'm going to go Ruggs okay. because I believe in the talent and I believe in the volume that he'll see. So you see Anderson, Goddard, Tate, Pollard. Irv Smith, Naeem Hines, Jared Cook, and Duke Johnson. Gross. Round out the 13th round. Now you see Justin Jackson, Keyshawn Vaughn, Antonio Gibson, KJ Hamler, Mike Kosicki, Hayden Hurst, OJ Howard, Joshua Kelly. Back to Christian. Well, this is just Howard. Is it value now, Christian? Hmm. So what I really wanted to do is I actually wanted to snag my second tight end with this pick. And it was going to be, you know, one of Hayden Hurst, Mike Kosicki, Dallas Goddard. <laughs> and they're all gone. Hey, you got I'm your boy. Your boy's sitting there, man. You can pair him with Ryan Tannehill. I know. Or I can wait and pair Ebron with Ralph. Sure. Yeah. No, you can do that too. So that's where I'm kind of looking like, eh. Maybe I go that route um, instead because oh oh okay I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Preston Williams. <laughs> this guy, thank you. thank you because I was gonna I was gonna have to pick him then if you didn't take him. I know. So well, I'm glad he fell. That's he did fall. Yeah. Um, I think that's. Probably a little too late for him, honestly. Uh, I do really trust him this year. Uh, but uh, my running backs are pretty much set, and there's kind of no one left, so I'm glad I did that. Uh, my quarterbacks are set. I have a top five tight end. I could use a backup of sorts, maybe, but I don't really care about that right now, especially with, like you said, the ones that I would target went. So I'm going to go a high upside rookie in Jalen Rager, who might be the only wide receiver on his team at this point. <laughs> Yep. That I was gonna go him or the other guy, and I will take Jerry Judy, um, who could very well turn in 
to the wide receiver one in Denver by the end of the season. That's bold. It is, but I think it's possible. You guys just took my next two targets, by the way. Nice, boy. That's that's good. That's a big old fuck you, Christian. (laughs) Truly. All right, so now um, I'm sitting here, and I I do think I need another running back because I went upside with Harry and upside with Judy. I think of the guys that are still on the board, this is arguably the last guy that can become – he's an RB1 if anything happens to Kenyon Drake. I'm going to take Chase Edmonds and just hope that either, A, I can flip him to the Kenyon Drake owner to get you the handcuff, or – oh, I forgot it's you. Um, <laughs> but if but an injury to Kenyon Drake and Chase Edmonds slide in, slides in right away as a, as a very high running back, so I'm going to take that – I'm going to take that shot. Yeah, I don't blame you at all, man. And it does leave me kind of in a weird spot where I do need to take a shot and receiver here, but grabbing Boston Scott also makes sense to me. Um, I think the real choice is between Justin Jefferson and, oddly enough, Rashad Perryman, uh, just because they both have defined kind of roles in the offense already. But Jefferson is a rookie, but I do believe in his talent on a team. So you think that Perriman has a defined role, even with them bringing in Mims and still having Crowder plus Chris Herndon plus Le'Veon Bell? Yes. Because because three of those people you listen to catch balls in the middle of the field where Perriman does not. Okay. But, I mean, so you don't think Mims takes that job away from Perriman? I do not. Mims, Mims kind of plays all over the field, really. Uh it's just Mims has his own issues, and he's going to have to adapt. Perryman's going to be ready week one, and he's kind of – I mean, like, when he gets, has gotten a shot the last couple of years, he has been full go for it. So I, I'm hoping that's kind of what he does. But I, I, do also think, I do also think there's a reason that he's on his fourth team in five seasons. I mean, you say that, but, like, Mostert's on, like, his fifth or sixth team, and he looked great last year. Well, yeah, but he's never – Mostert never had a season with more than 30 touches. I think I, mean, I think I I I get where you're that's going. Worse, you know what I mean? I get, like, well, I I get where you're going. I just don't think that's the right comparison because he had Perriman had a shot in Baltimore, had a shot in Cleveland, especially like when a, Cleveland needed receivers. He had a shot in Tampa Bay, and now he's with the Jets. See, I think he I played pretty well in his time playing with the Browns. In my opinion, uh, Ravens obviously was a catastrophe, and uh, Tampa when he was forced to play, he played up to expectations so and they liked it so much they got rid of them well i mean yeah but they have two top right, we're spending way, we're spending way too yeah. much time on Brashad Perriman. i mean you're the one attacking the guy i'm just I all right but i just don't think he's good i i do um i don't think you he's could, great you could take john ross who's never had more than three receptions and <laughs> he's only had three games over three receptions in his entire career i so I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go complete upside. I'm gonna go Justin Jefferson. This team looks like a dynasty team. I'm stacking up with rookies. You, yeah, dude. Uh, but I think I'm picking the right rookies. Is my thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, Je- Justin I'll, Jefferson, I'll John Ross, just be- yeah, just do it, do it, please, please do it. No, don't do it. I was just saying, Justin Jefferson already steps into wide receiver two role. And it's an offense that, while it won't throw a, a whole ton, uh, 
Kirk Cousins generally throws for over 4,000 yards, has some good touchdown numbers. Some of that's got to go Justin Jefferson's way. <laughs> yeah, he's a good shot, especially in the 15th round. I mean, yeah. and I think that's the argument here for Ross, too. And we, we talked about it off <laughs> off air earlier. We were texting about it because I took John Ross in the dynasty. And I think the the two games that we saw before John Ross got hurt last year is what they want him to be. Granted, he gets hurt a lot. And like Sean pointed out, he's only had three games over, over specific over three, three receptions, three receptions. I can't read dude. Shut up. Um, <laughs> so the best part about that was Randy, like just started chiming in and he's like, bro, do you even know what column you're looking at? <laughs> Yeah, we're looking at the sleeper uh, app, and it sometimes you know you mix the targets up with. No, no, you don't. No, you I didn't. I just misunderstood. But anyway, I'm gonna take Boston Scott. Fuck you, Randy. That's all right. I don't need handcuffs. I mean, there's no way Boston Scott was gonna get back to Randy anyway. But true. Um, so you see, Darrington Evans, Jamal Williams, Anthony McFarland, Ian Thomas, James Washington, Justice Hill, Frank Gorlin, Bowden, Holy running backs. Royce Freeman, Ryquel Armstead, Eno Benjamin, Chase Claypool, Michael P. Ryan, Carlos Hyde, DJ Dallas, and Joe New Smith goes one round. One pick. One pick before Christian was probably going to take. Bastard. Bastard. You Fuck bastard. you, Team 5. How dare you defy me? <laughs> um, all right. Well, I need to take a second tight end. And I talked about Ebron a while ago, but that seems a little risky, too, because that motherfucker gets hurt all the time, too. But he's your tight end, too, isn't he, though? Yeah, but what if him and fucking Evan Ingram are hurt at the same time? And also, that's a lot of ease, man. Eric Ebron. Had it <laughs> so, so Eric Ebron and Evan Ingram both could be hurt, too. Is that Those are all yeah. the things that you wanted to say repeatedly yes. in that last exactly. few minutes. <laughs> Yes. Just um, thoroughly confuse everyone with what you're trying to fucking say. So instead, instead of taking Eric Ebron, because I'm not worried about the stack, I'm going to take... I'm, I'm going to take Jack Doyle. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, fuck you. So Fair. Jack Doyle is my favorite tight end sleeper. Also Randy's. I stole it from him. Also, yeah. didn't look at bye weeks. Didn't fuck up, though. We nice. Okay, so this is very, very late. Um, I have three quarterbacks, but the best values are a quarterback here to me. Yep, yep. That being said, you know what? No, fuck it. I'll go with Sam Darnold. I'm getting a fourth quarterback in a super flex league, and I want I want Sean to pick the guy I was going to pick and let me be mad. I want to see if he can actually snipe me. Well, I think the guy that you, I think the guy that you would want because you're so rookie heavy is Devin Duvernay. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say nothing. I'm going to take Alan Lazard first, okay? Because I, I, I'm big on Alan Lazard. It's and then, it's not. It's definitely a receiver. You fucking liar. <laughs> not. I'm not going. I'm not going to go another receiver anyway. Um, I mean, this is my last pick. It's a guy that chances are I'm probably going to end up cutting, and. I know you guys think it's Jeff Wilson. If Raheem Mostert does get traded, I think I follow the money, and I know Wilson signed a tender. They still have Jarek McKinnon. I'm going to take Jarek McKinnon. 
It's fair. I did that last mock. And now, Randy. Did, who was the guy, Randy? Christian, who was it? Hunter Renfro. Yes, it is. Hunter Renfro. <laughs> Love Hunter I knew Renfro. It. I was uh, to see the reason I didn't go Renfro is because I already have Edelman and Crowder, who are two of that player. Yeah, and I have Jones for that. It's just I need another guy in case these some of these rookies aren't panning out. Uh, I really I know what Renfro is going to bring to the team. I think he's going to have a really breakout year this year. I don't think that means a wide receiver two or anything. Don't get me wrong, but I think he does have a really good year. I do like for me, like I like the value of the Green Bay wide receiver two in the sixteenth round. He he was in consideration for me too there, but I mean he took him so. (laughs) All right, so John Ross is still on the fucking board. Yeah, because nobody else wants him but you. Nah, bro, take Haskins. (laughs) No, I'm not taking a fourth quarterback. Um, I because I don't want to. Um, so I'm between three guys here. Uh, one of them is John Ross because imagine if there's a world where John Ross is healthy and gets the production that he had in those first two weeks. Dude, he's the wide receiver four on his own team. I disagree with that. Why? I don't. Um, they drafted T. Higgins the first pick of the second round. I they have AJ Green and they have Tyler Boyd. Okay, okay. I, I get what you're saying, but sorry, Randy. John Ross does different things. Like, AJ Green, sure, he used to be a deep ball, go get him kind of guy. How many times are they going to have four receivers on the field, dude? Dude, I'm telling you, that's what people think is going to happen. And if they put a tight end on the field, they're talking about Auden Tate being their tight end. Okay, so, but that's fuck CJ. You're talking, you're talking five different guys that could get the ball and a, a rookie quarterback, no less. But they're going to have to throw over 600 times. So the reason we love guys like Calvin Ridley is because they're going to throw a fuck ton and there's only two of them. I hope, I hope you're comparing Calvin Ridley to John Ross. Like, I'm not. I I'm hope not. that's what you're doing. No, I'm not. What I'm, what I'm saying, though, is teams that have to throw 600 times, you're going to get some boom weeks from guys like John Ross. Like I, I think you're going to get a wide receiver one week at least from John Ross this, this year. At least but, one. But you won't play <laughs> No, yeah. I'll, I'll incorrectly identify what week it is. But yeah, that's why it's so hard. Like, this is a light Will Fuller to figure out what week is the one week you want to actually play John Ross. What's the point of that pick? And it's well, not best ball. Right, but if um, if it's like the first two weeks, like last year, and he dupes you, at least you can, like, so I guess my point is I'll leave him on my bench after two weeks. If he blows up, then I can trade him for a running back or something. So before you finish that, I just want to point out these two weeks you're talking about. Was was he wide receiver two on the team? I think so. I'd say three because I still think they looked at Auden Tate more. Auden Tate, who had played less than John Ross. Yeah, but see, I think you're talking. That's that's what I'm saying. He exploded when he was a wide receiver two on the team. Uh, Auden Tate, Auden Tate, who didn't play week one. Remember, I think Hold up, hold, hold the fuck up. Didn't he just fucking say that John Ross was wide receiver on the team? Absolutely. So Auden Tate, receiver five snaps, and then told me that Auden Tate was wide receiver two. What is your deal? 
<laughs> Auden Tate played no snaps week one, played 36% of snaps week two, compared to John Ross, who played 82% of snaps week one, 86% of snaps week two, and 100% of snaps week three. Yes. So I'm thinking of the other guy that wasn't Auden Tate that everyone was like, oh, he's the breakout candidate for this team. Are you talking Alex Erickson? Yeah. No, 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 no. He wasn't a thing yet either. It was like Willis or something. Was that his last name? This, this uh, is just I've proving our point. Asking who Willis is. This is, this is also just proving Bro, our point. Damian Willis. Who? Fucking who? He played 90% of snaps week one, 64% week two. So he played, he played more snaps week one than John Ross did. That's my point. And he's, sure. and John Ross still had what? John Ross had, we're talking about this for way too fucking long. He had 34 fantasy points in PPR. Okay. David Willis he had over 158 yards. Not over. Like that. Don't know why I said it like that. What I don't okay. know. Like, what are you talking about? What production did Damius Willis have? He had three catches for 30 yards in week one, and he had one catch for six yards week two. Well, I'm I'm not saying production. I'm saying he was on the field more than Ross in week one. It's because they figured week one, if he touched the field more than 20%, he'd fall apart. It's fair. Okay. I understand. I understand the argument. Um, but if I'm taking a shot on a guy in the last round, I don't give a fuck who it is, really. That, that um, argument I'm fine with. is all. It's all the other shit you're trying to spew that. <laughs> that argument makes perfect sense to me. I also think that John Ross is he has a role. I think he has a role in this offense. Um and if he doesn't, he's a fucking free agent after this year. So in Dynasty he's a good shout. I guarantee I he has a designated spot. You're completely right. On the bench. No, it's just on the IR, but it's fine. <laughs> on the IR. Yeah, that's fine. Um Hey, you Ross, me, I need to take risks, and that's my risk. My risk this year is John Ross. I'm, you um, know what, Christian? I'm so glad that you took your big boy risk in the 17th fucking round. He hasn't even taken him yet. Christian's I still think, sitting on this pick. So I didn't even talk about the other two that I was considering. So Brashad Perriman, we already talked about him. But the the third guy that I'd be I'd be willing to take a risk on here because I'd love to just cut him is uh, Josh Reynolds. How is this uh, not Randall Cobb? Because I'm like, like I said, I'm going for boomer bust here. Randall Cobb is just. I'm glad Randall. now. I'm glad now is when you're you you want to take the risk. Listen, I took I I took a lot of risks in this mock. Don't I? I took Evan Ingram. Who? Um, oh yeah. And, and then Evan Ingram in the ninth round. Yeah, you took James James White, Ben Routh. Just make your damn piss. Just let him fix. I want to get out. So, so Josh Reynolds, I think, is a good shout for your last round flyer because there are a ton of targets to go around. They're not fucking going to Kyler Higby. That's the only argument. I'm taking John Ross, though, because we talked about him for so long. I'll cut him after week one. I don't care. Yeah, no shit you will. I don't care. <laughs> Dude, he has a better quarterback, too. Joe Burrow can sling it. Not. <laughs> you spelled his name wrong. No, I didn't. He did. J O H N, right? Who cares? I just took him, yeah. <laughs> the disrespect. All right, so dude John Ross was my last. We're done. Dude, just shut. <laughs> we are done. So, so my starting lineup ended up being Jared Goff, Christian McCaffrey, David Montgomery, Chris Godwin, Allen Robinson, Julian Edelman, George Kittle, Jonathan Taylor, Jameson Crowder, Cam Newton. 
Not bad. You want to you want to go, Christian? Because I'm the strategy for this one. True. All right. So Matt Stafford, Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, Kenny Galladay, Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin, Evan Ingram, Todd Gurley, Ronald Jones, Superflex, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, or Ryan Tannehill. I'm not playing James White over those two guys. So. All right, for me, I get the best quarterback in Patrick Mahomes, Miles Sanders and Kenyon Drake, Juju Smith-Schuster and Devontae Parker, and Marvin Jones, which is definitely the weak spot of my team, but a consistent guy. Darren Waller at tight end. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is my first flex. Cam Akers and DeAndre Swift and, I guess, Johnson and Rager flexing that last one. And then Baker flexing the last quarterback. Obviously, that's Baker, but... Honestly, I really like this. I think I think this is really, really well done. It's the only thing is if I could have gotten one more really good receiver. So for me, it's the same argument that I made with Christian in our last mock. The only thing is you're, especially like, I guess not as much, but you are still, you're very reliant on rookies who like, you don't know what their role is out of the gate, especially when it comes to like Akers and Swift. Um, even even Edwards Hilaire to a certain extent. Um, Stat, but I get it. But but the thing with Acres and Swift is they don't have to play Week One. They yeah, right. Yeah. See, like, it's not because the reason my my fallback for Christians was that the two guys that he took were his two starting running backs. Yeah, I hundred percent agree, and I and I made sure to do something. The reason I drafted two quarterbacks really early is because Christian didn't do that. And I think for his zero RB strategy, he really needed to lock up that position. Mm-hmm. So I made sure to lock up mine. And uh, again, like in the Baker, I could have probably gotten a better running back or receiver there, but I have two top 12 quarterbacks. Yeah. Okay. All right. So there it is. There is our uh, mock draft with Randy going zero wide receiver, and he seems to be pretty happy about it. Um so our next episode, we will be talking about our A1s, uh, the guys that we completely believe in uh, for the 2020 season. Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be all in one or if we're going to break it up. We haven't decided that yet, but stay tuned for that. That's going to be Those are going to be some fun episodes. I'm sure we'll be going back and forth, and we're going to have to be claiming some guys because I'm sure we might agree on a couple. that. Uh, so like you guys already know who I'm claiming. Um, but other than that, follow us at the Cut FFL. Uh, on all our social media platforms, um, fancy draft boards or red zone draft boards, do that. They're they're awesome. Um, and the listener league, we should be within the next week or so. We should be coming out with more details about. Well, that that had already been settled by this episode, right? Yeah. So Thursday, okay. we will congratulate the people who got in. Uh, we still haven't drawn because we're recording the previous Thursday, so. Yeah, we won't. We won't we draw. Forget about you. We would. We'll have discussed it and started to draw on the twelfth of okay. July. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Um. Other than that, anything else, boys? Uh. Yes. You guest started on a podcast last night, and yes, we I did. Guest start on what is it? A walk in the park podcast uh, with one of our friends from CSU and his co-host. Uh, we talked about a few varying topics, mostly about name changes for teams. So go check that out. Uh, I'll put a link in the description. I was on I was on the giant take. Uh Josh and Alex, they were it was great to be on with them. Um 
that should be coming out soon. They told me they're a little bit hot behind in their schedule, but uh, when that comes out, we'll definitely I'll tweet it out for you guys um, to listen to. It was awesome. I had I had a lot of fun. It was my first time doing it. They're they're really cool, uh, even though they're Giants fans, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that's it. Um, so stay on. I mean, we're trying to branch out as much as possible. So just be on the lookout for that stuff. Anything else, boys? Pretty good. All right. So for Randy Hall, Christian Williams, I'm Sean Ward. We'll talk to you guys later. Hashtag never John Ross. We gone.